0: Okay, good day, this is our Christmas part of the album and you can play this at your Christmas parties uh, or to yourself on Christmas Eve if there's nothing else to do. Good day, eh? Yeah. In case you thought, like, I wasn't on this part. Oh, I guarantee you, you'd be on. Okay, so good day, this is the Christmas part and we're going to tell you what to get uh, your true love for Christmas. (laughs) Look out the window. Where? (laughs) What are you doing? Snow. What? Oh, oh, it's a great white north. And it's snowing because it's Christmas time. Hey, Hoser. What? Here's a quiz. Quiz for Doug. Okay, I have my thinking toque on. Yeah, right. What are the 12 days of Christmas? Just um, figure it out, right? Christmas is when? Uh, the 25th. Right, and what's the 24th Christmas Eve, right? So that's, that's two. So that's two. And then what's after that? Uh, Boxing uh, wrestling day. No. Get Boxing out. day, yeah, yeah. That's three. I knew it. Then what's after that? Nothing. New Year's. Four and what's New Year's Eve. Five. Okay. Where do you get twelve? Uh, there's two Saturdays and Sundays in there. That's four. That's nine. And three other days, which I believe are the mystery days. Welcome to Packers without borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Bienvenidos Empacadores Sin Fronteras, dos papás dedicados al amor, la risa y los empacadores de Green Bay. Packers Without
2: Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. Two dads talking love, life,
1: dedicated to the Green Bay Packers. Go Pack, go! Verde y amarillo hasta la muerte.
2: So they have it's a street called Polar Bear Lane, and then there and it's it's like a subdivision, like kind of what I live in, right? Mm -hmm. And every street has a different. So this is Polar Bear Lane, and everybody has these polar bears that everybody bought, and they light up and they put them on their front lawns. And then you go to the next street over, and that's Candy Cane Lane, and everybody's got candy canes, and all the houses are done up. And there's a there's a video that uh, I I I posted on uh, my uh, business uh, Instagram account. It was either last year or the year before and there's a guy this guy goes all out his whole house the walkway it does the lights with the music and when you pull up it says you know turn on to radio station 91 yeah. point what right and you can hear the music as it plays. And there is a lineup six miles down as everybody does the same thing Sunday night. They all pile up in the car. Yep, they go to yep. the Tim Hortons. They get themselves hot chocolate coffees. And they do the same thing, man. It's a great family tradition. It gets you out of the house, especially when it's cold. It's tough. I mean, I know in Texas, you guys are sissies. There's nine degrees. and Y'all are like, it's freezing.
1: My kids would be running around shirtless in nine degrees. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: now,
1: right? I mean, you're... Uh uh high of third so we're going to be like minus one at a high tomorrow so it's okay. it's cold so enough, right
2: so right at this moment just right at this moment and this is before we get to the deep freeze because now we get settled into the deep freeze so right now it's minus 29 yeah fuck that okay now <laughs> as, a, as a canadian as a canadian this is what i wear when i go out minus 39 t-shirt or tassels t-shirt sweater. Right. Tassels. Yeah. And then well, no, that's just, everybody and then a sock on your penis. I mean, of course. I have to get, I have to get the tube
1: socks. <laughs> Did you get the butt plug with the raccoon tail this year? And no, no. Uh, my neighbor borrowed that and won't give oh. it back. Yeah. It usually happens. Rotate back and forth. Yeah. Same thing over here, man. Yeah. We had a nice little Sunday. We went and I went ice skating, which I can still hold my own with ice skating, which isn't too, too bad, you know, um so i can hold up the girls and help them kind of you know they can try to fall and hang on me and not fall down and i won't fall on my ass um it just gets really crowded and the, the rink's like three meters by 20 meters or whatever so it's just like a fucking just a maze of people going everywhere but we did that and then we went to the same thing it's called Eastridge ridge over on the far east side of town it's where i grew up so uh it's a nice little memory to go down there and remember the kick-ass house that I grew up in. And yeah, it's got a huge neighborhood with a bunch of Christmas lights and it's, it gets all decked out, man. Like, I remember the homeowners associations, my, the, you know, my dad and mom would always meet once a year because there was always people fighting that they didn't want to do it anymore. Right. They're like, screw this. Like we don't want people driving through our neighborhood for the next month. But it's part of the homeowners, and if you wanted to buy a house there, you have to deck your house. That period, that's it, right? So that tradition still continues. And fuck, that was holy shit, man. God, fuck, we're getting old, dude. That was thirty six years ago.
2: <laughs> holy fuck! I know when you when you get to a certain age and you start thinking back, and you're like, "What was that last last? No, it was two two years. No." Let's see. Okay. So I'm 40. So that was uh 27 years ago. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm a hundred.
1: I'm a yeah. hundred. I'm a hundred. Right. Like, oh my God, how am I still alive? Yeah, dude. Like, what doesn't my, make my, any sense. Like my best buddy from high school, man. Like, he's back in town. He's been in town for a couple of years now, right? And um He's just a badass cardiothoracic surgeon or whatever, right? So we still kind of run in the same circles with him, doctors, and me doing this. And obviously with with what we're doing, he's been very supportive. And he comes in and, you know, we come in and we talk to each other like we hadn't seen each other. Like we've seen each other as many times as we can. Oh, that looks good. Canada Dry. Ginger Ale. Fantastic. It's the and, uh,
2: Christmas Christmas edition. So somebody
1: put their jolly balls on it. Oh, yeah. and Just uh, on the top somebody asked us exactly like a tea bag somebody asked us how long have you guys known each other and we're like oh you know quite a while 34 years we've been hmm. friends 30 i know a, i Holy was talking
2: fuck. to <coughs> i was talking to a buddy of mine clint and that's probably one of my oldest friends and i mean i i there's a few people i sort of talked to that i went to elementary school but it's not like you kind of talk to them it's you know, it's like they like something on Facebook or, you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. it's something very obscure. You don't really know what's going on in their world or anything like that. So uh, like a friend is somebody I consider you talk to more than let's say a dozen times a year.
1: Or, or, cause I've got an exception to the rule and yeah. I think you're the same way. Okay. With friends, there are people that I don't see for five or six years that I'm very, very close. Like we were close with at some point, but you know, life just kind of pushes you different directions and you kind of stay in touch occasionally. But there's the second you talk, there is an immediate no like, time lost, no time, no time conversation. Lost. Yeah. There's no telling you where the fuck have you been, because the, every time somebody says, why haven't you called me or haven't you contacted me? First off, that's like the first red flag where I say, fuck off, right? Like that's number one. But number two, because you can always just answer. The phone goes both ways, right? And that's not the point. Like people, like friends are not ones who are going to, the word in Spanish is reclamar. Um, In English, it is, they're not going to like throw it in your face every time they yeah, see yeah. you. Like, okay. So... People that don't throw that stuff in your face. Like, you know, I had a lot of, like when I used to hang out with a bunch of people, they're like, oh, dude, they, every time I would, they, they would complain, I never went out. Then when I went out, they'd always complain that I'd never go out with them. I'm like, I'm fucking here. Just enjoy. Like, yeah, I don't go out every fucking weekend, but when I go out, let's not talk about how I don't go out. Right. It's like, yeah, that's,
2: that's the worst. Uh, you should, you should be coming out with us more. Why? So we could talk about the fact that I don't come out with you. This is why I don't go out with you. Exactly exactly do something right. do something this is you know what i i i don't i don't i look at the analytics and i see who uh listens to the show somewhat i mean you really can't um you really can't take the analytics to complete 100% science right but it, it, it shows to
1: a certain extent with analytics dude
2: yeah like it, it, it short of, so it's sh it thorough throat. Have you ever I,
1: had a throw? And I'm I've oh, never thaw. had it that deep. Uh, I'm having sake right now. I'm having some warm sake for my, my throat. Warm sake, Ah, uh, sake to me. Anyway, yeah, it uh, what was they saying? Oh,
2: but it sort of goes with you know uh, 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 uh our age group. So Mm -hmm. if there's anybody that's in that, there's a small little, it's like 11% that's in that 20 to 25, you know, your age group, right? Those people there, let me tell you, there's going to be a lot of friends that come and go. There's going to be a lot of, I tell my daughter this all the time. I said, listen, you're so worried about those people in high school. I said, I'm going to guarantee you, you're going to talk to one, maybe two of those people by the time you get married and have kids, maybe. Even college. Yeah. I said, you're going to go to university and then all of a sudden you're going to get a job in another place. And then before you know it, I said, so when you're listening to these guys, take it to, you know, keep, keep it a grain of salt when they say some things and think and remind yourself that, you know what, I'm not going to see these people. It may be your whole world right now, but you're not going to see these people but isn't ever again, kinda, like we
1: all go through that, right? Like everybody thinks that high school is like the greatest time of their life. And then they think college is the greatest time of their life. And maybe for a lot of people, some people peak in high school, right? And some people peak in college. I I don't feel I've peaked yet. Like I've had great times, but. I think I'm a peaking Tom because I keep peaking. Well, yeah, yeah. You just keep, <laughs> fuck, you just keep peaking. <laughs> fucker. <laughs>
0: Uh, I, try to blow, I try
1: to blow past your jokes and I just, I because you I look know. at me like, dude, acknowledge my joke. <laughs> Idaho, uh, Idaho, <laughs> Idaho. So, and on the serious yeah. thing, I'm going to ask you this question because, you know, something um, happened this week with what I consider, and he's a Packer fan, um, a pretty good friend, man. And I'm not going to name any names or anything like that just because – um just out of privacy but is your biggest fear not um having one of your kids I mean there's no name for it right when you lose a kid but uh one of my buddies lost his 21 year old son this week and it was devastating man like is that not just the biggest fear (laughs) it's got to be literally the scariest thing it is something that keeps
2: me up at night it is something that I am watching every day because every single one of the stories, when you talk to the parent, the first thing they say is they had no idea. They had no idea. And I constantly, I mean, I say it randomly. I say it constantly. I say, I, I I, talk to me, tell me if there's an issue, you can just come tell me, even if, you know, you've seen me lose my mind because for the 10th time today, somebody else has walked up and needed money from me. For some reason, and I start to lose my crap a bit. Come to me. Talk to yep. me. Tell me. I've never, you know, put laid hands on anybody in my household. There's no reason to fear me other than I, I might yell, "Damn it! Damn it! No!" And then five minutes later, all right, yeah, we're doing it. Fuck. Right. Like. Yeah. I mean, I 99% of the time I
1: cave in. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I had a conversation with my <laughs> and, and I basically told him I was like, "Look, if you can't tell me." You can't tell your mom, you have your sisters or you have your friends, but you never keep anything inside. Tell somebody how you're feeling. I don't care who it is. Just tell somebody. Hopefully it's yeah. me, hopefully it's mom, hopefully it's your sisters. But if not, there's somebody that you trust to talk to you about it because I guarantee you there's always, and then they said, uh, and you know, I'm not going to, uh, friend of the pod, right? When we went through that whole scenario, I'm not going to relive that type of stuff, but you yeah. always everything happens for a reason in your life. And sometimes this shit is just absolutely terrible that you think that there's nothing you can do about it. And this I don't is think there's any, this is a whole, high I don't school think thing.
2: there's any, I don't think there's any reason for that though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's a lot of stuff that I agree with you that there's a purpose and a path. And I think this is the randomness of why life is so fragile and the things that even, even God himself can't control, right? I mean, if you've ever written a book by uh, Scott Adams, same guy that wrote Gilbert, he wrote a book called uh, God's Debris. And it's a it's an experiment. I mean, he even says it in the foreword that this is just a thought experiment. This isn't a I believe one thing or the other. And it's uh, him talking with a UPS driver who shows up with a package. And they start talking about God. And he says, do you believe in free will. And the guy says, yes. And he says, Do you believe that God is omnipotent? And he says, Yes. And he says, Well, you can't believe that God is omnipotent because if he's omnipotent, then there's no free will. We're just doing everything he already knows we're going to do. And we're following through the motions and we're not making any of these choices. It's a thought experiment. It's one of those <laughs> is yeah. there the chicken or the egg? You know what I mean? You can yeah. sit here and you can argue it all day long and there's no one's no ever argu- going to be right. No, there's no argument. And there's nobody's well, going
1: to be wrong, you know? Yeah. Here's where I landed with that. So, because obviously I'm like, I'm a pretty staunch Catholic man, you know, like obviously I I, I'm a little, but I'm very open on certain things because religion was created by man. So it's, it's inherently flawed, right? No matter how it is. But the way that I look at it is that God knows every single possibility that can, any, any choice you make, which you have the choice. So you have the free will to make the choice. The thing is that God knows every single ending to every single choice that you make in life. That's the way that I look at it, regardless of what you need to
2: do. I kind of see it as, okay, he sits down. Let me talk about it from the third person. He sits down and he says, okay, I've created Bruce. And I need Bruce to be a strong role model. I need him to have a great worth ethic because I I plan for him to finish his life like, like this, whatever that is, right? Billionaire, great dad blah 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 so in order for him to be a great dad he's got to have a a terrible childhood at some point so that he understands the ramifications of of, and appreciates it right
0: Mm.
2: and in order for him to have a good work ethic he's got to have parents that are really good work ethic parents parents that work all the time because that'll show him what it takes to get forward. You know what I mean? Like, do, do you see where I'm kind of getting at? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, maybe I'm not hundred yeah. percent accurate. Like, yeah. like, like if I look at my life, right. I'm so active and part of all of my kids and I want to drive them to school and be around them all the time because my mom had to work all the time because my dad fucked off when I was very little. Yeah. Right. And, and so there was no parents, there was no mom was always working. I was taking care of my brother and sister or living my life. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, I probably at the age of six, I became very enlightened in the ways of the world. Okay, let's leave it at that. So I think that God needs me to break a trend, need me. He has a plan for me at some point. Now, whether that plan was already established maybe 15 years ago because I made a left turn and made somebody stop for a red light. I just saved that guy's life. And God's like, yep, that's what I needed him for, right? And the only way that I can have him, like there's a stack, there's that 56 degrees of separation. There's that whole, the fine line, right? I need him to travel this path. So in order to do that, every time he strays off this path, I'm going to give him resistance. I mean, as you know, as you get older, at the beginning, you're like, why is the universe against me? And you don't understand that the universe is trying to tell you that you can't do what you want this way. You have to do what you want a different way. So whenever I fight and the universe is just smashing, smashing, smashing in my way, I go, hang on, hang on, hang on, I'm doing something wrong because there shouldn't be this much resistance. Now, does that mean I'm not going to get everything I want by working for this guy nine to five? And suddenly you go, no, 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 I need to start my own business. because that's what I'm gonna, that's how I'm gonna get what I want. Oh, well, I want to do this. Well, you can't do that. I mean, you can't tell me ten years ago, you thought to yourself, the business I'm going to start is going to be a pot coffee business.
1: No, I mean, but a lot of it is, I think the difference as you get older and it's the biggest realization that we all kind of have like that epiphany at some point in life, right? Is that nobody changes, you just compromise, right? Like that's ultimately what happens. Like people don't change, people compromise. Like when people yeah. say that, you change, no, you don't. You just compromise, but, like you adjust something in your life. So, like what you're saying is, you get hit with something, and a lot of people that complain about God and complain about things continue doing the same fucking thing and expect a different result. It's like, no, yeah. you need to change your path completely, and it's going to be hard. What if, it's whatever that hard. is.
2: Yeah. It changes always difficult, but like, like you're going to see, like, I mean, i and and you, you know, we've been talking, I've had the the last couple of days. It's just been absolute fucking killer. Yeah. Right. Absolute fucking killer. They've been one of the most stressful. I mean, even one of my guys, I said, listen, take the next three days. Just don't, don't come in. Don't nothing. Don't answer the phone. Don't nothing. You're just, just go. I said, go home, take your pay. This is what I said to him. I mean, jokingly, because I know that he doesn't do this, but I said, go home, take your paycheck, go buy a whole bunch of drugs and just zone out. Right. Like I was like, just fall off the face of the earth for a few days. Right. I said, I said, it doesn't look like there's any work on the horizon. If something comes up, I said, uh, uh, closer, you know, after Christmas, I said, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. I said, just go home and just, just unplug. Myself on my side, as much as I'm having this most stressful day and everything is freaking out and I, I'm losing it and I'm punching the steering wheel of the fucking truck because another fucking person has decided that they've got unreal expectations and all they want to do is yell swear and threaten to try and get their way. Right. I, I think to myself, I know this isn't when I was in middle school and high school, this isn't what I wanted. This I didn't have this in my mind that I was gonna own a landscaping, you know, business. You
0: Yeah.
2: But I wouldn't trade it for the world. And in fact, if I could go back in time, I would have told myself back in high school listen, listen, first thing you do, first thing you do, stay away from a girl named Jackie. Second thing you do, (laughs) right, is start this business immediately, immediately. And these are the bumps and bruises and mistakes I made the way it's just like life. It's exactly like life. You are an entrepreneur right now, Bruce, and you are learning every single day. You're fucking up a couple of times a day, right? Sometimes they're very minor, and sometimes you go, ah, shit, I made a major mistake, but you never do it again. And that's what you went through through life. You had this happen to you. This is how you reacted. I won't do that again. You had this happen to you. This was good. I'm going to continue to do that. It makes me happy. And so that's how you're running your business. And that's the lifeblood of it. You're in there going, I did not when I was 17 or playing rugby, think to myself, one day I'm going to own a coffee shop of all things. But this is the thing that's ultimately going to give you all the happiness and freedom that you want. And you would have never in a hundred years, picked that off the shelf. If you were
1: 16, 17, 18 years old, you would have said, I'm never owning that. You know, I've kind of come to the realization. A lot of it is the adaptation that you and I have done, right? Like what you said, like I, I wouldn't change anything in my life right now. I mean, maybe, there's no. a couple things that like in my life personally, like even losing my dad early was, I didn't want to see him suffer. Like, I'm glad I didn't see him suffer. Cause I've seen so many people at that age now in their late fifties, early sixties, they just <coughs> fucked up their bodies so much that you just see them deteriorate until the end. So I'm glad I didn't see my dad do that. But you know, from day one, man, like I was, I went to NYU. Right. And I got accepted into law school there, like fresh out of college. I did good enough with my grades. I had everything done. And I go down there and it's $250,000. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then they're here, sign on this piece of paper. Here's debt for $750,000. We're going to give you half of it in, in a free ride. Right. But you have to pay the other half. I was like, holy fuck. Okay. $375,000 to go to law school in New York. Right. And that was just tuition. And like, and luckily I was That was in the
2: nineties, that was in
1: the nineties when it was reasonable. And I was going to stay with my cousin (laughs) and not have to pay board, you know, like it was just tuition, books, like that type of stuff and living expenses to a certain extent. But um, I was like, fuck, what am I going to do? And literally, that was in December. I remember it was cold as fuck. And uh, they toured the campus, told me, you know, and I got accepted into the program. And I came back and this day I came back, I get a phone call from my ex um principal from the high school that I went to. And he's like, hey, some dude just fucking quit on me. What do you know about computers? I was like, absolutely fucking nothing. He's like, good. I need a computer science teacher <laughs> to fill in. He's like, and I'll pay you and you can save up money to go to law school. So it sounded logical until you find out that p- private school pays fucking dick all, but it took me six years to realize that. Right. But yeah. like it took me in a path where I was going, like everything was preparing me to be an attorney. I always wanted to be an attorney and I never stepped. I, I never stepped room in a in a law school because yeah. I went into a master's degree in and a doctorate in health information, you know, and like education and stuff. So and everything is kind of led to where I am now. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I just I, I truly believe that like what it, it's it's kind of in line with what you're saying. There is a path that you're on but you can veer off that path. And maybe it is God that's kind of pulling the strings and making it difficult. So you come back to that same path. That, that seems feasible, right? Well, like there's, there's learn, there's
2: life lessons that you, that you need to learn, right? Like with, with my business, we have a, uh, uh, there's three, four times in the year where we're really flush with money, right? Changes of the season, signing of brand new contracts, right? And you're going to see, you get these trends in your business and you make a lot of money in one month. You feel like you're Snoop Dogg going down the bing, bing, right? And the next month you're like, holy crap, how, how come all the money's gone? What's going on, right? So in our in my world, for instance, right? Because we struggled for for, for periods of time, right? And because we had times where it was like, geez, man, we're, we're living check to check here. Like we've got to, we can't, we, we can't do something stupid. Nothing in the house can break. We've just got to, just got to make it to the end of the month. And then we're going to be okay. Now it's like, I've got 3000 bucks in the bank. Oh, I'm, I'll am i be just fine. You just relax. Yeah. Right. Like I can make 3000 bucks last uh, four months. Yeah. I'm like, don't you worry about it. Back then it was like, I have 200 bucks in the bank and I got to make it to the end of the month. Like nobody breathed. <laughs> you
0: know
1: I mean? yeah i mean that's that's a lot of you know like we we went out to dinner last night to celebrate being open for a month and the girls doing everything you know we we splurged a little bit this weekend because that's what we're going to do because i'm not I, I told my kids just understand i'm not leaving you a fucking dime i was like yeah. no.
2: Yeah, I'm taking it with me.
1: I'm blowing every single dime and I'm going to take your mom all over the country or all over the world, and we're going to travel and we're going to enjoy our lives. But what's going to happen is you're going to have a ready-made business that if you want, you can come in more than welcome to either run it. If you don't want it, you know what? That's on you. One of you guys are probably going to want it and keep the business. But I'm leaving you a business. Whether you want yeah. it or is yours, but I'm blowing every dime that is unnecessary on your mom and I and you. My right on the girls to take trips and do whatever. Oh yeah. And pay for everything, their food, their
2: house and everything. They, yeah. yeah, Right. That's the same thing. I have explained it to my kids. I said, you don't have to (laughs) follow my footsteps. I said, but you do need to learn my business because I'm going to leave this thing running for you. So you are just collecting checks. Yeah. I said, so you've got to at least know how to drive one of these trucks. You have to at least know how this stuff works at least do it once or twice so that you're sort of familiar with it because that way when you hire some guy and the guy's running the business for you and you're collecting checks, you somewhat know what's
1: going on and you can tell if you're being ripped off or not. Yeah, 100% man and and it all piles on in all your lifetime experiences and in your high school you don't have enough experiences because you're still trying to find yourself but that's why yeah. high school teenagers are so hard because. There's no encyclopedia of life lessons to fall back on when you're 16. Like not being a dad. Like you try to break lassos, right? Like what you said from your past that you don't carry on to your kids. Like you try to cut those cords so they snap off with you and they don't continue down your genealogical line, but stuff makes it through the cracks. Fucking genes are very strong. And there's shit that goes like my family's like on my dad's side, addicts, man, regardless of what it is, whether it was alcohol (coughs) or it was, Um, the complete opposite of not drinking because like just being so focused that you're not going to drink because of the addiction stuff, you know, it's just very extreme and finding that balance in the middle is something that I had to do with my kids. Right. Like I, like I could have easily gotten lost in the rugby world being a fucking alcoholic, but I didn't do it right. Like rugby kept me from going that way. So yeah, man, it's just for your kids in high school, whatever age they are always at least try to be approachable, and if you're not approachable, just make sure and tell your kids that they need to find somebody, just to not keep that stuff in, because I cannot imagine right now, my friend, and you know, I talked to him to see how he was doing, obviously, and I'm going to go swing by and see him, Um, and he's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm good, like, I have a lot of faith that, you know, kind of, like, he's being strong right now, right, like, it hasn't, not that it hasn't hit him, but obviously, his wife is in shambles, and it's like there's times where you to he's step. trying to
2: he's trying to one foot in front of the other he's in the back of his head like using the remote and looking out his eyes I've been exactly I haven't had that experience but I've been in that type of scenario where something terrible there's a, a tragedy and 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 you're like, I have to move forward. I have mm. to left, right, left, right. Because you instantly make that decision. Is this where we stop or do I go forward? Because if I go forward, now's the time.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, you know, just a lot of that and fuck man. Yeah, it's just it's so hard. I can't imagine. But God anyway, have mercy. God have yeah. mercy. God All have right, mercy. Dude. If there is what are we doing a now? Uh, I've got a game. Matt and Bruce. Matt and Bruce. Bruce and Matt. Bruce and Matt. Bruce and Matt. Bruce and Matt. Matt and Bruce. 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 Matt and Bruce. Matt and, Bruce. Matt and Bruce. Bruce. Bruce and Matt. Packers Without Borders. Packers Without Borders. Packers Without Borders. Packers Without Borders.
0: We're listening to my dad and his friend Bruce on Packers Without Borders.
2: Thank you for listening to Packers Without Borders. You can find us on iTunes spotify google Podcasts, anchor and anywhere else you get your favorite podcasts
1: also you can find our merch on packers without borders dot dot and t public if you want cups mugs and those types of things you can also visit us on patreon.com front slash packers without borders and give us some money an audible trial.com front slash packers without borders give them a click check them out, try that 30-day free trial with them, and enjoy your books. Peace, and Go Pack Brussels in Belgium, Central Illinois, L.A.,
0: California, Nova Scotia, Las Vegas, Nevada, Northern Wisconsin, Sweden,
2: Sheffield, Winn, Michigan, Louisville, Kentucky,
0: Yale. Wichita, Kansas, from the UK, Chicago, Illinois, Granger, Indiana, from Melbourne, Australia, Omaha, Nebraska, Cincinnati, from Ohio,
2: Nebraska, San Diego, from Willow Springs, Illinois, California, from Nebraska, Northern Michigan, in Austin,
1: Texas, California, L.A., California, Turkey, Kansas City, Indianapolis, Indiana,
0: Southern Cali, you are listening to Packers Without Borg, orders the finest podcast in all the land people move into this through the night take a
2: flight to do a show in the spotlight so all games will now be patreon only so okay so here's the deal with patreon right you can do like a buck a month a buck a month 12 bucks total and that's not even that's, that that's like
1: that and we feel that's like, like we
2: them content yeah and 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 for 12 bucks I mean that's like one of the coffees that Bruce sells, twelve bucks, and that's it. And you get the whole the whole twelve months of uh, Patreon. There's some good stuff on there. We got a blooper reel on there. I've been saving up a little bit. We got a little bit more of a blooper reel that's coming. I, I do not like to edit too much because you know what? We're smooth like cream cheese on butter, baby. We're coming out. Uh, you know, we're coming out pretty good every time. There doesn't seem to be a a uh, uh, couple of issues but
1: got uh when shit starts fucking going yeah so Dubai.
2: so uh we'll we'll finish uh monday's uh episode with uh mailbag monday of course and then uh the game we'll do the game right after but the game will be exclusively for patreon yep. so Yo, uh
1: okay almost like half a show basically what we're going to do is we're going to keep the general stuff on and, and today was just a normal conversation right but i think yeah. the pack- stuff will go on the front end and maybe these types of conversation this stuff will go on the patreon side. i mean yeah you want to get a peek behind what we do and because there's a lot of times look i mean i got some dms about missing the pot again and i'm pretty much telling you guys to fuck off because i have a life (laughs) and i have a family and i've got a business so does matt and we love you guys but at the same time you are not a priority i mean it's like it's start using and. Patreon.
2: This is what, what we're going to do. It's going to be money where your mouth is this time. We'll That's start it. putting we'll start putting stuff on Patreon every single week, uh probably uh even it two is. times a week, Boy. right? So uh, uh we're going to put it all on there and uh Saturday's uh, uh Saturday's podcast will only be 30 minutes. The other uh, half of the podcast, that'll be on Patreon. I know. I know. You're groaning, you're sitting at home rolling your eyes and you're thinking think yourself listen you're gonna hear a lot of dumb shit i gotta say don't you worry about that but if you want it's money to, where your mouth is it, time
1: if you want somebody to just write stats and what everybody else says and yeah go to another pod
2: yeah you you want to hear what espn said last night no thanks right okay so mailbag monday let's do it all right mm-hmm.
1: mail bag not the one with hair but with an envelope
2: (laughs) mailbag monday sponsored by Manscaped. i love that song that's one of the greatest songs in history i think we should uh we have that on vinyl don't we i do it's it's a 45 it's a 45 i like that mailbag monday sponsored by manscaped the creators of all things making small look tall the manscaped one more 4.0 it's
1: in the bushes or i don't know how that saying goes yeah
2: i don't know there's one big root in there i promise you listen uh manscaped Wait, it, in your it, cave it, we're shave your oh geez you know oh gosh okay so uh, no you know what it is uh 20 to 12 and 108 left uh, first second and goal for washington this is it they need the touchdown they need the two-point conversion so if anybody's wondering what time that we do these things that's the time right there mark that down if we that's, need washington
1: uh, to lose more than it doesn't really affect the overall thing but it will help us more if washington loses than if the he, giants lose. he almost threw a pick right in the end zone heineke is like
2: whoopsie yeah All right. yeah i've got a I question put my hands two, in my by head. the
1: way
2: you got, I got one too on yeah i got one two three four we got four cool and i've got one. Five. five. there's one in the dms okay Uh, This is from uh, Julianne, Maverick5055. The play calling, it's predictable. What happened? Where's the creativity? You know, uh, Julianne, I think we've talked about this a couple of times, and I'm going to regurgitate what I've said before. Uh, Lafleur's offense is uh, under center. Uh, There's a jet motion sweep guy. It's a lot of this play action movement, uh, overloading one side, overloading the other side. Yeah, and uh, what we're not seeing is that. What we're seeing is RPO from Shotgun. And And I don't don't think we're actually watching. Yeah, (laughs) I don't think we're watching the full LeFleur offense. And I do think the offensive coordinator needs to be dragged out into the street. Okay. Uh, I agree. Next question. Julianne has another one. Uh, why aren't we admitting that Rodgers has lost his edge? He's injured and he's not doing well mentally. Why not put Love in at the in half the time? Let's shake it up. Go Pack, go! You know, Julianne. Um, okay, this is a double-edged sword. Technically, we're not out yet, and Aaron Rodgers is the back-to-back MVP, Super Bowl winner, Hall of Famer that is playing. That honestly, got paid. That got paid. So I agree with you. I think the offense would look better with Jordan Love because there wouldn't be so many audibles, like like Mercedes Lewis has said, like a couple of other players. There's the Lafleur playbook, and then there's the Rogers playbook. And yes, I agree with you. At the same time, like this is a tough call. Like if Lafleur doesn't, let's 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 play devil's advocate. Lafleur says Rogers have a seat. And then all of a sudden, a couple of teams lose today. And that puts us into a 58% chance of making the playoffs. And then Jordan Love goes out there and stinks the join up because he's going to do it the first couple of games. He's going to stink the join up a little bit, right? He's going to be nervous. He's not going to be ready. But we got to get those reps in him so that he gets better and ready to go. So then we we lose our playoff spot. And Jordan Love there, down he goes. Maybe Jordan Love goes out and he looks absolutely terrible, and then we can't trade him away for anything but a bucket of footballs. Let's flip it around the other side. Let's say Aaron Rodgers, you keep Aaron Rodgers in, and the back-to-back, four-time MVP Super Bowl winner, Hall of Famer that has been your quarterback for the last 17 years puts it together and wins it because that would be the guy you paid $50 million a year to do exactly that sort of thing. Huh? And then what wrong. if you're wrong? What if you you got rid of – what if you sat Rodgers and then Rodgers goes, screw you, send me to Detroit, and then he goes to Detroit and goes back-to-back MVP again? What – right? Like, there's – you can't be the coach that sat the Hall of Fame quarterback. You can't.
1: No, and that's why Aaron Rodgers runs the locker room, and that's why – you know they they gave in to his demands and they paid him what he wanted to because you know what I mean to a certain extent he's earned it and I think as fans it's just instant gratification with that happens a lot for us it's not so much and maybe it's just a generational thing where we've suffered through long bouts of fucking losing so for us to lose a season like okay it's football right we enjoy it just fix it's what it. makes winning that much sweeter and they've fixed it right and. We beat the, like, we swept the Bears, right? We beat the Cowboys. Like, all we need to do is beat Minnesota and beat Detroit. And even if we don't make the playoffs, nobody can talk shit, honestly. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, really, right? I I mean, it's tough. If you take a look at what happened, for example, with the New York Giants and the benching of Eli Manning, Mm -hmm. can anybody name that coach or the quarterback that he got benched for? Per you self. can't name them anymore because they were fucking thrown out <laughs> and they will never get jobs again. Right. Like, and Eli was terrible. Yeah. Right. Come on. I get it. Right. I don't think, I don't think we're not admitting that that's
1: happening. I just think that. So Kevin Aho from Instagram, it's Kevlar Packer fan. So Kevlar. Okay. All right. Um, If Christian Watson can continue his touchdown streak, do you think he can win rookie of the year? So if he breaks the all-time rookie record. Touchdown Washington. Yes. Yes, I think he wins rookie of the year. If he can break the all-time. Will they give the Packers, who they continually criticize for not taking a first-round wide receiver who found, again, possibly a gem in the second round, a rookie of the Year award, they're gonna they would give it to Olave or Traylon Burks who only played half a season or Garrett Wilson, right, who pl- who has been coming on and been a little bit more consistent or whatever, but they would not give it to Christian Watson even though I know he would deserve it, and I truly 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 hope that Christian Watson breaks that record just because. I love Randy Moss as a player. Yeah, if, uh,
2: if he breaks that like, record, they got to give it to him. They have
1: to give they it. Got to give
2: it to him.
0: Even no.
2: even if he gets even if he gets one under, I agree with you. If he gets one under, they ain't gonna give it to him. They're gonna go, oh that's close. Yeah, if he would have been there all year, oh well, Chris Olave, here you go, right. But if he breaks it, you have to give it to him. You have to. How do you not give it to him? He
1: broke the record. Yeah, you, you have, have to. to. Have to. Right, and if he would have played the other, how many games did he miss? Six been 14 no it's been 22 24 years that record has been standing yeah but how many how many games how many games did christian watson miss six he has played when i was looking at the stats because but you know he the had problem the problem, high ankle spain and then he had another concussion the if they only have him missing like four games but it was because he started two games and got knocked out of the yeah yeah so maybe six total
2: that he's missed even yeah. if he just had three touchdowns added to his total right now, he'd be knocking on that freaking door. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh good question. Oliver close off. Who has more targets Monday night? Dobbs or Watson? Ooh. Uh Jay Please says Tunyon. Jay says Tunyon. Gary Beatty says Cobb. Carlos says Dobbs. I agree with Carla. I think more targets will be Dobbs, but Watson's going to
1: eat. Oh, you yeah. may <laughs> only get four targets, but it'll be like a 50 yarder for a touchdown in there. I've got stacked in my home league. I've got it's a two QB league in my big money one. Um, and I had a bye week this week, but I've got Aaron Rodgers, Christian Watson stacked to finish off the season there. And I've got AJ Dillon going tomorrow for the Packers Without Borders. So, A.J. Dillon, if he shows up, I move on to the next round. If not, I'm out. Right off the hop. Right off the hop, baby. I got a bye week this week. Yeah,
2: in the toilet bowl. Fuck it, just terrible. The worst part is is that if you take a look at my points against, I have the fourth lowest points against. That's how terrible my offense was this year. And I had – it's because I took Jones – you realize the whole Packers struggle is because I took Jones-Rodgers, right? You understand that, yeah, right? It, it, well, it's it, it's my curse.
1: 70 catches. They talked about oh, 50 catches for oh, and all these- I thought
2: I thought those two guys alone are going to win me every game this week. Yeah. That's what I thought, right? Because Rodgers will throw for three touchdowns. Jones will catch two and run for one. Yeah. Right? Like – I'm gonna cash in. It'll be thirty-five or thirty-five. I'll be at hundred points with ten other players yep. to go. Right? Like, good luck. Yep. No. Uh, Brent Green Bay fan, sixty-six. Brent says with the rookie trio of wideouts Watson, Dobbs, and Torre better seasoned and finally in all all in the game. Will Lafleur be quicker than normal to abandon the run, or does he stick with the bad weather game plan and get the two-headed monster their
1: thirty touches Monday, Brent? So, Brent, thank you for filling in last night, buddy. It was a last minute thing. Appreciate it, dude. We just kind of randomly had to. It was
2: completely my fault. We were all set up for noon and there was was a blizzard and it was a snowstorm. I have said this on Twitter. I said it at the beginning of the episode. I'm taking the heat for this when it was me. There was a snowstorm. I wanted to do it later. Bruce was like, yeah, no problem. He was, I guess he was busy and talking to me. He said, yeah, no problem. And then, then he calls me back and he's like, oh, crap. You know what? I'm actually supposed to go out with my kids tonight. And I was like, oh, shoot. Like I completely blew it. So at the last minute, Brent was very gracious. I I, I randomly threw up a Hail Mary. And I thought if, if, if he answers in the next five minutes, great. We can do this but I got to find somebody. I know other people too. They were busy. I saw them having a good time. I didn't want to take them away from their family. I wasn't really thinking of anything other than, I wonder if this person is available. They were just tweeting a second ago That's and I reached out. He jumped on for a quick one. It was just one of those. Listen, I can guarantee you this. Brett, Brett was good. Brett was fantastic. Had a lot of key points to say. Brent will one day be on the show again, Dude, but it, it, yeah. it doesn't, it's the dose papa's. It doesn't work any other way. It was, it, it's like, it, it feels like cheating. cheating <laughs> you know, it feels like cheating. It I, feels I, like when you sit on the bus and you got a really long bus ride and the yeah. big hairy guy beside you puts his hand on your knee.
1: Oh yeah. That's always fun.
0: <laughs> you know,
1: I'm really hoping that down the stretch with all of these gains, they do what we've been expecting them to do. Cause it's the only way they're going to win any of these games. And that's combining 35 touches between Dylan and Jones. You make sure and keep the hits off of Aaron Jones and you use AJ Dylan to pound the rock in the fucking cold and you play action pass or you use the scat ability or the passive pass passability of Aaron Jones and AJ Dylan. But I, 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 I'm really hoping for more of a dose of AJ Dylan than Aaron Jones right now. Cause if we are going to make a run, they both need to be healthy. And A.J. Dillon can, you know, I, I mean, you saw Aaron Jones got a little bit banged up and they started giving the ball to, to A.J. Dillon a little bit more. Dillon's leg went the wrong way and it didn't matter. Like the dude is just, I don't, I don't understand how that. Too
2: much muzzle. It's too much muzzle. <laughs> He's amazing. Do I, do I want the two-headed monster? Yes. Uh, I have one edit to your question. I don't think Torre sees the field as much. Lazar is available. Yeah. Watkins is available. Watson is available. Dobbs now available. And Bakhtiari is out. So I think that we see an extra O-lineman get signed in other than the wide receiver situation. Because we're going to have Cobb. Cobb will be out there too.
1: We'll have the five wide receivers. But we're not going to have a sixth or a seventh. No. Yep. Which is, and that's what Torrey
2: gets bumped to remember, right? They
1: carry them into the, like with the first cuts and the first 53 they but they've been sticking to about the same number of roster spots throughout the year. So don't be surprised. Um, oh, I've got a, so Amari Rogers, right? Whatever. I, I was watching, I, I, I caught on the red zone channel for a few minutes today or whatever it was. I caught the bears, which gave, put up a fight and I'm glad they lost, but Vellis Jones, who is their special returner and all this stuff who cannot figure out for the life of him how to catch a fucking ball. So he's not a wide receiver, just like Amari Rogers. And today fumbled coming out of the the end zone on a kickoff return. And I'm just like, see Bears, as hard as you fucking try to find Devin Hester again, you're just fucked. Because that's the only way you guys are gonna win is if you have special teams, right? Like the Bears have always been competitive when they have defense and special teams because their offense is always fucking sucked right like that's the reality of stuff now
2: the bears are just just that cursed team yeah they can't ever seem to get out of their rut it's almost like they need a brand new owner the change of venue and, you know, maybe even a change of team names and they should be called yeah. the chiefs or something.
1: Yeah. Just have a giant penis on your helmet. Cause that's what you guys resemble.
2: No, of. that's the Vikings already have that. No, they,
1: they're sperm. So you know you what their helmets together, it's like a sperm. coming out. Oh.
2: And then the lions can have <laughs> the mouth the open
1: now? on the Ryan. Uh, <laughs> you
2: lion. know, the lions have won. You, you want to know a stat that uh, made me sit back a little bit. The lions have won six, six of, of seven. Yep. Six of seven.
1: Dude, that punt, re- that kickoff return. They were down, and that's part of what I saw. He took it in like at forty yard line on hit on you know because it was they pinned him deep or whatever. They stopped him deep in the end zone. That dude shot out of a fucking cannon.
0: Oh yeah, was,
1: there was nobody that was going to stop him from from returning that touchdown. That was beautiful. I, dude, it doesn't bother me to see the, the 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 Lions win. Like I want them. I'd like them to be a little bit more relevant, you know, because they never have been. Like the Vikings are are the the flimsiest of fucking number one seeds ever i can't believe they played. i don't know
2: 33 down 33 indianapolis. indianapolis colts are the worst four teams in the nfl they oh. are the worst 14 there is 31 and then it's indianapolis colts 32 indianapolis colts 33 indianapolis colts 34 and indianapolis colts 35 they've created oh. a new division of terrible insane insane how do you blow that
1: how do you blow a 33 point lead at halftime Dude, the, vikings, how? the vikings still have a negative point differential that's the-, that's the worst part they
2: they own the greatest comeback in nfl history the best and i'll kind of give it up for kirk cousins the announcer comes up to him and he goes kirk how does it feel the greatest comeback in nfl history he goes did we just do that and he says yeah he said give me a minute wow wow like he had no idea that's what they had done And that's how I guess they were able to do it because they didn't have that mentality in their head that that would have been the greatest comeback in NFL
1: history. They were just like one at a time. Yeah. Just remember last year, the biggest difference between last year's Vikings and this year's Vikings and what's happening to us, which is the fortunes, right? Kind of the way the ball bounces last year, they lost eight games by three points or less this year. They're winning those games and look at the difference. That's all it is. It's a game. It's not a, you know, the game of inches, bullshit, whatever. But it's a matter of just sticking to your game plan. And the Vikings are the Vikings, dude. That's the biggest thing. That's why they're doing better. We lost our identity at some point in the offseason or whenever we did, and they need to find it again. But yeah, man, it's all good. Ready? Next question. Next question.
2: Uh, that's it for questions, man. Oh. I was about all to right. say. Hey uh that was mailbag Monday sponsored by Manscaped. If you're looking for any of the, your personal trimmers, ball deodorant, ball refreshers, they've got a body wash. I mean I'll, I'll tell you I like I, I like the body wash. I love the uh, deodorant, the refresher, uh, the trimmer, the nose hair trimmer, uh, the underwear. Eh, it could use yes. a little work. yes I mean, it's clearly it's for smaller gentlemen.
1: No, it's not because I'm a smaller gentleman and it's still. I think
2: even smaller than you. I think like olive oil type, smaller gentleman. You know what I mean? Like this is, it's not a box of brief
1: underneath. So it does kind of hang a little bit further than it should. I put a package in there too.
2: (laughs) 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 That's like that joke. Remember the guy says, Hey, how come all the ladies, he's at the beach. And he says, how come all the ladies come up to you and want to talk to you? And he says, I'll tell you something. He says, uh, I wear a tight Speedo and I put a potato in there to oh. stuff my pants. And the guy says, man, I got to try that. And the next day he comes back to the beach, he sees him and he goes, I don't know, man. He goes, you know, I did exactly what you said, but all the girls are running away and screaming for me. He goes, so the potato goes in the front.
1: Yeah. I did that, <laughs> I did that myself. <laughs> Just to fuck with people. All right. I got a game for you, buddy. And then we okay. can... Uh... Hey. Well,
2: you know what? No, we're going to, this is what we're going to do first. We're going to say uh, that was Mailbag Monday sponsored by Manscaped. Use the coupon code Papas to get 25% off in free shipping. DOSPAPAZ, D O S P A P P A S at manscaped.com. If you have any more questions for us, you can send them to us at Packers Without Borders at Outlook.com. Find us on Twitter at Borders Packers. Send us a DM. We use these questions. We put your name into a hat. Guy, girl, squirrel, dog, cat doesn't matter where you're at, send us those questions. We put your name, We if we put your question on the air and we answer your question, we put your name in a hat, after we get a handful of these together, roughly about a month, month and a half, something like that, five, six, month, Mailbag Mondays, we draw a name out of the hat randomly, that person's going to win a fantastic prize. The last person that did that, Oliver Close-Off, won himself a brand new lawnmower 4.0, courtesy of Manscaped. Manscaped, who also sponsors Mailbag Monday. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Packers Without Borders.
1: And you can shave your man cave, too, if you want. So you your, can man, your man
2: cave. Make sure you go all the way around the uh, yeah. door. We've got a Patreon, don't we? Patreon front slash.
1: Yeah. Packers without borders and officially no more orders done, but we are on Packers without borders at my.shopify.com working on some new designs for the off season. We will get some stuff going for you guys. It'll be pretty fucking cool. It might be some more dad stuff versus player stuff because now we know what uh, rookies are sticking. So we'll make sure and make some, uh, cool shirts for next year you know it's i'm trying to make it where it's not like you buy a t-shirt for a player that's gone or never played or anything right like when yeah, you buy a, yeah, j- yeah. like you buy a jersey and then like you're super excited i bought a
2: it, i bought a plexical burris jersey for my brother yeah. and then and then a week later burris shot himself in the leg i have yeah. a curse i have a curse when, when i buy jerseys as soon as i buy it the guy's gone right <laughs> but listen we're gonna play a game now on uh patreon uh what's the name of the game
1: I think we, I think I landed with it's either for Holly or it's jolly. Oh, okay. And I'm going to be guessing whether it's a sex toy for a man or a sex toy for a woman. Bing. That sounds
2: fantastic. Catch that on Patreon and uh, we'll say peace. Go pack. Go. This has been Packers without borders. Try and be kind to one another. Try and love each other.
1: And go pack go. Esto ha sido Empacadores sin fronteras. No se les olvide cuidarnos unos a los otros.
0: Hasta luego. Silent night